Yo, 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 what's good? This is Art As We Know It, live from F102. Welcome to episode four of our podcast, season two. Uh, in this podcast, we hope to help others share our art knowledge and help inspire others to find art in their daily lives. Just a quick disclaimer to those listening, some topics covered in this podcast episode may be sensitive to some people, so just be aware of that, please. Yeah, okay, so um, today on the podcast, we have uh, myself, Ilion. We have Muhib, that's me, I go by Mu. Nira, Anoche. Yeah, okay, so um, that's everyone in our group. And uh, we're going to give a special shout out to our editor for this episode. Silas. So if y'all remember, our trivia question from last week was, um, who, who painted, painted the screen? screen? Who painted the screen? Yeah, which our trivia question from last week. And uh, if y'all if y'all got this right, good job. Y'all should y'all should come join art history. Um, if y'all didn't, it's you okay. can still y'all come. Can, you can still yeah. come. Um, but the answer to our trivia question was uh, Edward Munch. He painted the screen. Okay. Today in art history, Walt Disney's animated film Dumbo was released in 1941. That used to be my nickname, you know, Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty good. We, we, should, we should call you Dumbo. I'm fine with that, man. I'm fine yeah. with that. I have big All right. ears. Alrighty. That's, that's straight. Alright, so our first topic that we're going to go into is scary art. But specifically, what makes art scary? So, so um, like, you know, there's there's like many forms of scary art. So, like, you know, there's... Um, for example, the screen by Edward Munch, that's considered a scary piece. So, like, just what makes an art piece scary? Um, I think it's know. really important to, like, focus on the audience to know who you're trying to scare. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, like, are you saying, like, just, like, so, like, let's say your audience is kids, right? So would you put, like, things to terrify kids in your art piece? If you were making scary art. Well, yeah, like most kids are scared of like spiders, clowns. Skeletons, but then, yeah, like could, could you like not that. make the argument that any piece of art is considered scary for any, like, for any specific person or group? Well, I mean, you have to keep in mind the intent of the artist. So oh, if that's the artist true. is intending to make a scary piece, and they, they would obviously use, like, you know, uh, like, things in their art piece to make it scary to, you know, their audience, like Nita said. Um, in addition, like, you know, let's just look at the screen, for instance. Um, you know, there's, like, a dark, it's mainly dark, like, on the sides and stuff. It's uh, it's a darker background, which, uh, you know, is uh, associated with scary things. You know, there's, like, cloudy skies, raining, raining clouds and stuff. <laughs> so, um, and, like, if you look at the, the person, I guess you could call it a person, uh, in the screen, uh, reminds me a bit of Voldemort. Yeah, no, no hair. You, ears are covered. Yeah. I mean, nose is like. I don't even know if that's a nose. Yeah, like that, <laughs> it's just two thoughts. nostrils. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, then, maybe yeah. maybe they got their inspiration from this. Yeah, but I mean, like that, that to me seems scary, but to other people it may not. Yeah. Correct. Obviously, also like that's the audience. Like you, as a kid, um, you know, would view that scary, but like you know, maybe an adult would view that as just. A dark image. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what other things other than audience makes art scary? Because, I mean, surely the artist can't just think, like, oh, my intent is to scare this group of people. He actually has to do something, right? He actually has to put 
a picture up for people to see. So how does he make that picture specific, or, or she? How does he or she make that picture? Um, so kind of like I said before with the screen, there's uh, there's like certain things that are scary. So like for example, skeletons uh, are just viewed as scary things, um, like dark like weather, like raining weather, stuff like that. That's just viewed as like scary kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like stereotypes on what is scary, you know? And uh, I think that's really the um, the thing that really kind of that's like a general scary thing. And uh, in addition, it goes on to uh, who your audience is, kind of like what Nita said before. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think a lot of the times we look for like the scary aspect of art in the face value and what's literally presented to us. But I think if you take into account the actual experiences of the artist, oh, that's a good point. And like what their what their theme is can contribute to like the fright factor. That's very true. Um, so I believe uh, I believe there was an art piece um, which is considered a scary art piece by some. It's uh, it's a series called The Crying Boys uh, by Bruno Amadio, and uh, most of the, the paintings are just um, boys crying. Um, and yeah, it's it to me it doesn't seem scary, but like, but you have to think about like you know like their audience uh, like was said before like maybe he was. Maybe he was just trying to scare mothers, um, you know, like moms, I don't know, like, you know, like, there's like a, a thing that's like, you know, if moms hear a baby crying, they just like automatically like, you know, yeah, tune it's like it, an I inner guess. sense. Exactly. And yeah. actually, if you go into the context of that, like that series, it's it, the paintings are said to bring misfortune and like curses and fires to homes. And actually, some firemen have refused to put them in their homes. So like. Like, think about it like that. Like, you have these paintings which are supposedly scary, and they maybe bring about fires. And, like, when you have firemen, the people who are in charge of getting rid of those fires, they're the ones that are saying, oh, hey, hey, we're not going to put this up. Like, it's bad luck. That's, like... You know, it's it's kind of just bringing kind of a stereotype or, like, a, like an interpretation, a different interpretation about this art piece. I mean, most artworks tend to have, like, theories behind them that they're, right, like, yeah. really scary, and then, like, if you like have them in your home... there's a reason why they're Yeah, scary. they're not just there to exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think something important in terms of, um, in terms of scary art is, like, in a lot of scary pictures, you see a contrast between light and dark colors. So, like, the screen, you have the light face, like, the, the pale face contrasted with, like, the somewhat dark surroundings and the dark clothing. And then in this picture, there's, uh, it's called The Hands Resistant by Bill Stoneham in 1972. It's a picture of a boy who's standing in front of a window, and there's a doll standing next to him who's going up to his shoulder height. So if you look at that, like, his background is completely dark, and even the doll seems a little, like, it seems dark. Pale. Yeah, it looks pale compared to the boy, and I think that, like, that lighting is very important in what brings art to a scary you know, yeah, theme. Yeah. Um, so next we're going to move on to uh, a different form of scary art. Um, so like, as you know, Halloween's coming around and, uh, you know, everyone goes trick-or-treating and they're wearing their costumes. So are costumes considered art? Um, I think to some extent. Because like some things it's like, I'm going to take, like, a white sheet and just cut holes into them and I'm a ghost. That's not really art, well, in my opinion. I would argue that it is. Because, it's, I mean, it's expression. It's right. the uh, the person who's 
having the costume is obviously trying to depict something. So maybe it could be considered art? I think I would consider that art just because it's self-expression. And if someone did the same thing, but they just went the extra mile, like if they did more than just having a white sheet, I'm pretty sure people would consider that art. So I don't think it's fair to say that it's not art just because it's very simple. Yeah, and if we go into how, like, some a lot of people think that art is expression, right? Mm-hmm. So if what we wear, if I'm known for what I wear, so like I wear um, shorts and a t-shirt and sometimes a sweatshirt, right? That's that's different from somebody else who has a different personality who expresses themselves dif- themselves differently. So like somebody may be wearing, I don't know, designer p- jeans and stuff like that. They would obviously have other stuff to express than me. So would you not say that costuming is a way to express yourself? Well, like it goes into different contexts. Like people like do cosplay, right? And they do it as like their own passion. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of an art in my opinion. I'm not trying to say that you guys are wrong, but I guess you put more thought into that, like you take more time and preparation. With Halloween, it's like an annual thing, and you can just change it up each year. So I'm actually going to agree with um, Muhib and Anusha here. Sorry. Um, My bad, Nita. (laughs) I just, uh, yeah, you're kind of on your own on this one. Um, I feel like art, um, or costumes are a form of art because like they said, they're the, the wearer of the costume is expressing themselves uh, and it's it's like the intent of the artist I guess you could say um, like even if it's just you know a white sheet with holes in it to be a ghost like their intent is to make something to express themselves so I feel like that is art and art is defined as something someone would make to express their thoughts you know so um, yeah my bad, but you're by yourself. No, you're good. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We all have different opinions. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> Speaking of being on your own, there's a lot of weird things that artists did just in the name of art. Like, really? Like, there's a lot of weird stuff. Like, how much? What would you do for art? So, like, say you're an artist, right? What would you do for art? I mean, like to get it sold. Like, well, to like just to make it. Like, say that. Um, Say that there's like a couple people who y- on, you can only sell them art pieces, right? Oh, well, I would smuggle. You would smuggle? <laughs> yeah. You would break I mean, the law for art? I mean, if I'm trying to make a living off of it, yeah. Okay. What I about mean, you guys? Compared to most other people, I mean, like, smuggling's the easiest thing. But, like, obviously, it's not it's morally wrong, correct. It's wrong, but right? it's but the easiest thing to do. So, but think about I it, guess my question here is like, my, I guess my question here is like, how far would you go for art? Like, how, how much would you be willing to put at risk? Or how much would you be willing to do just for art? I mean, um, no, kind of like I said before, if I'm supporting a family, I need, like, food, a, yeah. sh- a house. Like, I need stuff. And, like, if I'm not selling my art, I'm not getting money. If I'm not getting money, I'm not being able to support my family. Right. So, like, it comes down to a uh, I guess know, maybe, maybe I need to put it in perspective, right? Right. So, like, Van Gogh. Uh, famous artist, right? Right. Uh, he actually cut his ear off and gave it to a woman, and because he loved her, and she she continued like she, as a joke, she would say, "Hey, give me your ear, so I have something to, you know, hold on to for when you go away." So he literally cut off his ear and gave it to her. Wait, do you actually know what she did with the ear? Uh, I don't remember. There's actually a book about it. Uh, 
lust for life. It's not just for. It's not just, of course, him cutting off his ear. It's actually a biography about uh, Van Gogh, and that was one section. So, like Van Gogh, he he did that to express his love, and there's a lot of other things. Like, for example, do you guys do you guys know what Michelangelo did? Yeah, or I don't know what he did. I know who he is. Like, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Uh, no, 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 the, the artist, the artist. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Michelangelo actually wanted to, uh, he wanted to make his proportions in, like, when he was drawing humans, he wanted to make the proportions better, and he said that the only way to understand that was to, un- like, understand how the body was made and stuff, but at the time, surgery wasn't, like, you couldn't go, you can cut into dead bodies because, like... It's morally wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Michelangelo... He actually <laughs> he trafficked dead bodies, and he would like cut into them and like see how like muscles would work with each other and stuff like that. I mean, so, if you think about it, that's that's really dedicated. <laughs> that's what that's, I was about to say. That's some, that's some real, real dedication. dedication. Yeah, like, that's. And that's, that wasn't even like Brit. That wasn't like there was laws then, but that would be like going against society for that. Yeah, that's that's real dedication right there. That's, I have that's, respect <laughs> to you, Michelangelo. <laughs> I respect you. Yeah, for you guys that don't know, there's literally four pictures. Uh, like, there's four separate pictures of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that are sitting right next to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> that kind of makes it a bit awkward. But, uh, yeah. But artists do weird stuff all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, not because... Well, some artists are weird, but, like... They I mean, do they have to do what they have to do. And you have to think <laughs> about what circumstances they're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So, the like, one of the... One of the most, uh, the more recent art pieces that is, to me, is kind of, you know, spooky and kind of kind of creepy is Saint Sebastian, which was a part of Ex- Exquisite Pain, ugh, Exquisite Pain by uh, Damien Hirst. And like, it's literally, it's it's a it's a sculpture. Well, it's not really a sculpture. It's like a three D piece, and in it, it it's uh, like a like a what'd you say? That's a cow, a, a bull. It looks like a cow. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm going to say bull. I'm going to say bull, just to be safe. Sure. So it's there's, a bull. Yeah, a it's a bull. A young bull. bull. <laughs> a young bull. So literally, it's a bull that's tied up, and there's arrows, like, piercing into it. And it's not even like a, it's not even like a picture or a painting or a drawing. It's, it's actually, like, an actual bull that has arrows, like, stuck into it and surrounded by a glass frame. That's, that's deep. Like, what? The, uh, I don't know. That came. This yeah, it gives there. me chills. Yeah. Just to see it, like, and yeah, this is a new art piece. I mean, I've never seen this, but it was made back uh, in two thousand seven, so it's relatively recent, recent. Yeah. Considering art, but like, that. What do you? What are you guys' opinions on that? Like, do you think he's like he's right to be making art like that? Um, I think if you consider the audience, it can be, it can mean different things to different people because it is a representation of a Catholic image. So people who have the same kind of belief sets as the artist might might think about the art differently. I mean, I do think he did get backlash for it, like most artists. I th- but like he did have to defend himself by saying it's like a metaphor rather than actual hurting of an animal. Yeah, I feel like again this is like expression of an idea. Um, I feel like it's better that he did it with. A bull than like a human body per se um but again i feel like um 
this is a different way, it's a different approach um, to pain uh, in a sense. Yeah, so I mean, like the re I think the reason he used a bull is because, well, St. Sebastian is kind of associated with, uh, like he, he himself is portrayed as like a young man who has, who's, who is like tied up and shot with arrows but and instead of depicting him at like a person, they I think he chose a bull because a bull is like, I think it was, I th believe it's very I think I believe it's associated with uh, the saint. I'm not sure, but I believe it is, and I think that's just it, it's kind of weird that's to like, like inspiration yeah, it, behind it. To me, it's kind of like it's kind of weird that he would take like meat and like give it a personality or like give it like a a weird meaning, you know. Yeah, I feel like, again, like I said before, this is just his expression. Uh, and you have to think about his intent um, in making the art piece. Yeah, so going back to scary art, more specifically, I wanted to talk about symbolism. So when you guys think of a traditional marriage, what color do you guys think of? I don't know, like Indian weddings, we think... No, like a traditional American. <laughs> oh, a traditional... <laughs> yeah. Uh, like white? White. Yeah, white, yeah. White, like white. a very pure color. So when you think of Halloween, what are the two biggest colors? Orange and black. Orange and black. So I just wanted to talk about the juxtaposition between orange and black, because I thought it was interesting that historically, orange is supposed to symbolize autumn and strength and endurance, and then... Most often, black is used to symbolize death, especially in art. Wait, what? So yeah. they put something that's, so they put Happy. orange, which is supposed to be like strength, strength yeah. and then they put that next to death. Well, I mean, yeah, there was a reason behind it. I mean, obviously, but like <laughs> right. that, that seems kind of, I don't know, that, uh, that seems kind of weird. Yeah, that process of associating color to like an event is kind of weird. So if you guys had to choose different colors for Halloween, what would you choose? <laughs> uh, I kind of like orange and black, not yeah. gonna lie. I mean, I but like it's because like, we're used to it. Uh, but I like the contrast um, between, like, you know, strength and endurance and death. I kind of like it. And, not gonna lie, Halloween costumes are kind of nice. And a lot of them depict <laughs> death, and without black, yeah. we wouldn't have that. So I mean, I would, I, I would honestly, I would rather change the colors to, like, purple and blue. So it's like a I don't know, like a dark blue, like a dark purple and a dark yeah. blue. But like, if you saw like a sign that said Halloween in those colors, it would look so unnatural. Like, yeah, because you're used to orange and black. Well, yeah. But like, if you think about it, if you think about spooky things, that's black not is very spooky. So maybe black. like purple and black, or blue and black. I think like a dark. I think shade. purple and black. Purple yeah. and green, like Beetlejuice. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's like the best Halloween movie. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would work. So um, our our history joke uh, today is um, it's Halloween themed. Uh, oh yeah, is it Halloween? The spirit of Halloween, and uh, so uh, I'll I'll start it off. So. Okay, that's fine. So um, hey hey Nida, hey knock knock, who's there? Boo, boo who? <laughs> boo who? Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a real knee slapper right there. Oh yeah. So we also have a trivia question for you. Ilion, you want to hit yeah, us up? I'll go ahead and ask it. Um, so keep this in mind uh, the next time y'all are, uh, are listening to our next podcast. So the question is, where was Buddha born? 
Where was he born? Yeah. So uh, just just think about that. Uh, and next time, we'll get an answer for you. Yes, we will. And hey, guys, if you want to know more about the works we've talked about today, check out our blog at www.artasweknowitpodcast.wordpress.com. And that'll be all. See you guys next time. This is Muhib. Yep. Peace out. Ilyan out. Nita out. I know, Shane. Tune in next time. Peace out, guys.